Welcome to the Right Division Network Podcast, a production of Grace Family Bible Church in Buffalo, New York. I am your host, Pastor Scott Morton. And we'd like to thank you once again for joining us as we study God's Word, Rightly Divided. We're going to be continuing today here in the book of 1 Thessalonians, and we are here in chapter number 4, and we've been looking at verse number 10, which says, And indeed you do it toward all the brethren which are in Macedonia, but we beseech you, brethren, that ye increase more and more. So as we've been looking at this passage here in 1 Thessalonians chapter number 4, we've been looking at some of the practical things that the Apostle Paul wants these members of the body of Christ to be doing now that they have their salvation and now that they've been applying the things of the Word of God to themselves, that there's a number of things that need to happen related to this issue of the increase that is supposed to happen. And really, when we talk about this increase, the biggest thing that has to happen for any individual is that in order for there to be an increase in the practical piece of things, there needs to be an increase in the things of the understanding that somebody has related to what the Word of God rightly divided says for us. And that's why you see how the Apostle Paul makes a reference to what the will of God is for us, the members of the body of Christ today. Let's turn over to 1 Timothy chapter number 2. And we're going to look here at verse number 4, which is going to identify what the will of God is for today. It says, Who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. So the will of God for all of mankind today starts with the issue of salvation. It starts with the issue of a person putting their trust in the gospel message which is given to us today, the fact that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was buried and that he rose again on the third day according to the scriptures. The gospel message which we find in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 in the first four verses of the chapter, this is the only gospel that can save someone today. And this is where when Paul says that God's will is that all men would be saved, God wants all of mankind to put their trust in what is written here in 1 Corinthians chapter number 15. And all of mankind has the opportunity to actually accept the gospel message which has been given to us. You know, there's not a restriction like there was in time past of where salvation was of the Jews. 
that the Lord Jesus Christ sent his disciples to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, told them to not go unto the way of the Gentiles, that there was a restriction that was put in place, so that way the Gentiles, the only way they could receive salvation was they would have to join themselves to the nation of Israel. Today, in this dispensation, all of mankind has the opportunity to be saved. And once an individual is saved, the next part of this will of God kicks in when it says, and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. So God's will is that every saved individual will come unto the knowledge of the truth. And the truth is the word of God. So God wants all of mankind to not only have salvation, but to have an understanding of his word. And we get that understanding of his word by, as we take it in, we also have to apply the principle of how to study and understand the word of God that we find over in 2 Timothy chapter number 2 and verse number 15, which says, Study to shew thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So as a member of the body of Christ, is functioning as that workman that the Apostle Paul is making a reference to, that there's the issue of that we have to study the Word of God, and as we're studying, we have to rightly divide the Word of Truth. So we have to understand the truth that is written directly to us and separate that from the truth that is written to the nation of Israel, understanding that the entire word of God is truth, and being able to separate truth from truth, so that way we know exactly what has been written directly to us, so that way we can apply that information to our lives and have the impact that God wants for it to have in our life. This is the prayer that the Apostle Paul offers up for the members of the body of Christ. If we turn over into the book of Colossians and look here in chapter number 1, we're going to see a prayer that the Apostle Paul offers up for these saints in Colossus speaking about what it is that he is hoping is going to go on in their life. And here in Colossians chapter number 1, we're going to start here at verse number 9, and we're going to read down through verse number 14. And it says, For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you, and to desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will, in all wisdom, and spiritual understanding, that ye might walk worthy of the Lord into all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God, 
strengthened with all might according to his glorious power unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness giving thanks unto the father which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light with delivered us from the power of darkness have translated us into the kingdom of his dear son in whom we have redemption through his blood even the forgiveness of sins now as the apostle paul is offering up this prayer for these saints you see how he says the issue of since the day we heard do not cease to pray for you and then he's going to give the detail of it when he says and to desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding so the very first thing the apostle paul is praying for them is that they would come to the point of where they were filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. He's praying that they would have that growth that comes about from the will of God that we saw over in 1 Timothy chapter 2 of, that it's God's will that all men would be saved and come unto the knowledge of the truth that Paul's prayer is for these saints to come unto this knowledge by the fact that he's praying that they would be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding for the purpose of, in verse 10, where it says, that ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work. The end result of having this knowledge is that the believer would be walking worthy and that they would be pleasing unto God and being fruitful in every good work. The issue is that as the person comes to that understanding of what the Word of God says for us today, that it has an impact, just as we've seen, for example, over in First Thessalonians chapter number 2, where the Apostle Paul talks about you know, how it was that those saints had taken and accepted what was the Word of God, that Paul is praying for these individuals in Coloss, that they would have this impact to where the Word of God works in them, so that way they can be identified that they would be walking worthy, pleasing unto God based on the understanding that they had of what the Word of God says for them today. And a person has this understanding, if we see, let's go over to Romans chapter number 12. I'm going to see here how the Apostle Paul describes this process for the members of the body of Christ as the word works in an individual and produces the change that is needed the process that's laid out here in the first two verses of Romans chapter number 12 where the Apostle Paul says I beseech you therefore brethren 
By the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is a reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We looked at this passage a few lessons ago when we were talking about the issue of that word beseech. And how Paul was begging these individuals here in Rome that they would have this, you know, transformation occurring in their life. The renewing of their mind as they were taking the word of God in. So that way it would produce the things of that. He says that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. This is what's going to be produced in the individual as they're taking the word of God in and having that transformation, having the renewing of the mind actually occurring in that increase that the Apostle Paul is praying for and looking at to have happen in these saints in Thessalonica. This is what the Apostle Paul is making a reference. And we see how Paul speaks of this and we turn over to the very next book into 1 Corinthians chapter number 2 to where he's going to get into a long discussion here about the process of what happens as an individual takes in the word of God. And we're going to start here in 1 Corinthians chapter number 2. We're going to start in verse number 6. And we're going to read all the way through to the end of the chapter in verse number 16, where the Apostle Paul writes, Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, Yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, I hath not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the Spirit of man which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man, but the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. For who hath known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him, but we 
have the mind of Christ. Now, in this long passage here that we just read, in 1 Corinthians chapter number 2, we see how there's a discussion of these competing wisdoms that are going on. There's the wisdom of the things of this world, and there's the wisdom of God. You know, very similar to what we had just read over in Romans chapter number 12 of how a person has to be not conformed to this world, you know, not following the things which is the wisdom of this world, but to be transformed, to have that renewing of the mind, to be following the things of the Spirit of God. And as an individual is doing that, they're taking the Word of God in. And the Spirit which is inside of us then takes the information as we study the Word of God rightly divided. It compares spiritual with spiritual. So that way we have that understanding of what a passage says. So that way we can come unto that knowledge. That we can have that increase that the Apostle Paul is making a reference to with these saints in Thessalonica, so that way they can have that understanding that they can be fulfilling what that will of God actually is of you know coming unto the knowledge of the truth. This is the responsibility, and it's not a responsibility that's just for you know those who are in the positions of leadership in a local assembly. This is the responsibility of every individual that is a member of the body of Christ. That everybody is responsible for doing their own study. So that way they have that understanding of what the Word of God says. You know, it's not enough to just be able to say, well, I know that this is true because pastor so-and-so says that this is true. The real issue of if something is true is that I know it's true because this verse and this verse and this verse let me know that what I'm actually looking at is the truth and that's how a person comes to that understanding, that comes to that actual growth that actually has happened. The problem is that when we look at things today, not everybody has that desire to come onto that knowledge. The unfortunate thing is that as individuals have you know really gone farther and farther away from the things of God's word, there's less and less desire to be taking in those things. And this is really part of that warning that we see the Apostle Paul give as he's writing his last epistle. Let's turn over to 2 Timothy chapter number 4. And we're going to see as the Apostle Paul is giving this warning to Timothy that he speaks about what's going to be happening with these individuals here and he says in, in here in 2 Timothy chapter number 4, we're going to read verses 3 and 4, where it says, For the time will come 
when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lusts shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth, and shall be turned unto fables. Now, this is you know giving, when you look at chapters 3 and 4 of 2 Timothy, you see how the Apostle Paul is speaking about the last days of this dispensation. So as this dispensation continues on, the warning of the beginning part of chapter number 3 is, this is how the body of Christ is actually going to look. That the body of Christ is really going to get closer and closer to being you know, in the image of this world. And that's why in chapter 4, as Paul is giving the thing of, here's how you prevent this from happening, is starting with the issue of preaching the word, that he has to give this warning about how the time's going to come when individuals are not going to endure sound doctrine. And the issue becomes what you see, you know, this idea of their their own lust, that they're going to be going after these teachers having itching ears, that becomes no longer a question of wanting to hear the truth and wanting to hear the wisdom of God. It becomes a thing of, I want to be entertained. I want to hear somebody who's going to be pleasing to the ears. A personality that I agree with. you know, And that's what more and more of what Christianity has really become. Is it's become this thing of the flashy personalities rather than the truth of what God's word actually says. And the issue of these personalities is, you know, they're drawing more and more people to them and not teaching what the word of God actually says. You know, and sometimes with it, they're even going so far away from the word of God that they use it less and less because they were trying to just do things that are going to entertain individuals. So they start you know, telling stories and telling jokes and doing different things rather than preaching what the word of God says to the point of where individuals leave a service and feel like, you know, oh, the message was so good. And then when you really start asking them, say, well, if it was so good, can you tell me what your, what the preacher actually preached about? They struggle to actually identify. And it was, I'm not really sure what he talked about, but it sure was good. This issue of, it was pleasing and entertaining unto them. And our responsibility is that, you know, we're actually supposed to be growing in it now. It's doing our own study. Yes, we come together. We minister with each other. We have all of these things. you know. But those are helps for us to help point us in the right direction. 
So that way it can fill in those gaps because not everybody, you know, there's not a single person that has every answer to what the Word of God actually says. And we need to, you know, learn from each other, but also be putting the things of what other people are saying to the test of what does the Word of God actually say. We don't accept something just because somebody said it and, you know, while I trust them because I've known them for so long, it still has to line up with what the Word of God says and allow for that increase in knowledge to actually occur for the individual as they're taking the Word of God in. Now, next week, we're actually going to start verse number 11 of 1 Thessalonians chapter number 4. Now, as we close here, I'd like to remind everyone of our website, which is www.gracefamilybiblechurch.org. And on our website, we have a number of study articles. We have some charts to help you in your study of God's Word. We have information on how to join our Sunday service and our Wednesday night Bible study live as they're being broadcast on Facebook. And as always, if you have any comments or questions about anything on our website, anything in our broadcast, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And until next time, keep fighting that good fight of faith, preaching this message to this lost and dying world.